have to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up United the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour of Country Western Tuesday. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E, Jesse, my biblical question, why do you get involved with your own problems? Why? Why do you get involved with your own problems? Why? We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show, jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And you can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad anywhere in the world by calling the listen line at 641 Don't forget to follow us on Rumble. You got to know how to Rumble. Rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson and Cozy, C-O-Z-Y dot TV slash J-L-P. Cozy dot TV slash J-L-P. I want to, um, real fast, and then I get back to your calls and your super chats and all that, give you example, more examples Um the sad loss of my country. My country, tears of thee, is only an illusion now. And if you missed the first two hours, I would recommend that you podcast them. And, and that's why I'm encouraging men who are waking up. You should run for politics. Get involved. And then maybe a change will come for the good, but you got to get involved because good will always defeat evil. Evil has no power. Evil is hell. And yes, you feel hell when you're living in evil, the mindset of evil. But evil is an illusion. It has no power. It has been defeated. Even though you don't know it and you let it defeat you, it has been defeated. I want to give you a couple examples of what's happening in my country. Upside down justice, right? And some of you may remember the uh, quote-unquote January 6th incident. Well, according to the revolver, the protesters who was photographed, the protester who was photographed with his feet, on the then house, on the, on then, I'm sorry, I'm black. The protest who was photographed with his feet on then House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's desk. Remember that? Amid the January 6th quote-unquote riot was on Monday convicted. Remember that guy? He had his feet, oh, there he is. He had his feet on Nelson Pelosi's death, and for that, according to the revolver, he was convicted on all eight charges and is facing 20 years in jail. Not one year, not one month, not two months, but a 20-year sentence. Isn't that amazing? 
because he was accused of having his foot on Nancy Pelosi's desk. 20 years, according to Revolver, he's facing 20 years in jail. Talk about upside-down justice. Meanwhile, according to the Daily Mail, a Walmart worker was caught on camera being bashed about the head after two would-be thieves tried to walk out of the store pushing a couple of shopping carts filled to the brim. Watch this. The other guy get 20 years. The Walmart thieves, the only thing they get is congratulations for black excellence. Black excellence at work. Stealing, according to this report. Upside justice in my country. Nothing going to be done about that. Nothing. Those people have no fear. They got shopping carts, according to the report, full of stuff they have stolen and are stealing. And the worker tried to stop them. They beat the worker. And I see the little white man standing there. Did I see a white man just standing there? Let me see. The, let me see that. Why had a white man just standing there? It looked like he might be the manager. It looked like. I don't know. Let me see that again. So those are black excellence at work right there. They're going to white man. Hey, 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 stop, please. This is a no. Yeah, like, you know, you see it. You're not exactly. You're going to cancel. Yeah, it's a no. Stop it. This is South Africa. This happened in America. And it's already happened in South Africa. Now, do you believe me that South Africa is here and is growing? And these are the people you want running your country, white folks. No wonder we have White History Month, lest we forget. Black excellence. I'm so proud of black, black and proud. Now look what the blacks do. They have told, been told, you know what? You can do what you want. You can steal. You can kill. You can beat up. You ain't going on jail, so y'all go and do it now, okay? Y'all here? Oh, okay. Now they're going shopping with no intent to pay. And if you work there, you try to stop them? What the? These are the people you let them run your country, white folks. My word, give it back to the Indians. They say you got it from the Indians. Why not just give it back to the Indians? At least they know how to grow payota, whatever you call it, a pot with a better name. Here's another example of upside-down justice in my country. This is from uh, the Daily Mail. The drug epidemic, epidemic in Washington State is so bad that some local corner offices offices have nearly run out of space for the bodies of those who have died from overdose. They almost they don't have any space for the dead. What the? Why this? We have an excellent data dashboard on our website, kingcounty.gov/overdose/data. Please do take the time to peruse it. I'm sure you'll be shocked by some of the stats and some of the figures that show up. A key indication of just how bad things are at the end of 2022 and likely to get worse in 2023, the medical examiner's office is now struggling with the issue of storing bodies. 
because the fentanyl-related um, death toll continues to climb. Obviously, they have finite space in the coolers they use, and that space is now being exceeded on a regular basis. Amazing. So I have a question about that, though. What type of people, because, yes, the government is wrong, of course. They are sending our money over to Ukraine, not protecting the borders at all, leaving wide open so all the hell can just come on in. But what type of people would just take the drugs and kill themselves like that? What's wrong with them? Why not deal with the issues that you're having so you can overcome them? Why not take control of your own life? The government not going to take care of you. What the? I don't care if we had the perfect government. They're still not going to take care of you. You're responsible for you as an adult. Foster is reporting that Chase Bank is closing ATMs early due to rising crime. Isn't that something? Do we have a soundbite yet? Why is this? This is from Fox. It was this tweet from a customer annoyed that Chase was closing some ATMs at 10 p.m. that prompted Chase to write back in this newsmaking tweet confirming that several vestibules that used to be open 24 hours now close at 5 or 6 p.m. The reason? rising crime and vagrancy. The move from Chase follows the decision from several big box retailers and pharmacies to keep many items behind lock and key. Now you have to wait to be served. And it comes as some bodega owners in a weekend press conference announced they're now physically chaining items to store shelves. New York City Mayor Eric Adams recently announced a mental health program that would force homeless into hospitals for evaluation. Well, today, Adams called the rise in crime and vagrancy a national problem. But if People don't want to walk into the ATM and see someone urinating. See someone screaming and yelling. And yet, Adam refused to hire cops. And yet, New York is a sanctuary city. And yet, blah, 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 blah. They don't do nothing about it. What the? Amazing, huh? One more example of you putting the wrong people in charge of what used to be a great country. It's in their genes. It's in the nature to destroy it. It's not to make it better. And you know it, and you're allowing it to happen. And it does pay to brainwash the children. The children? What about the children? It pays to brainwash the children. And you're putting these people in charge of, you, of your children. I know people like to say our children. They're not our children. Those are your children. The people who made the babies. Those are your children. They're not our children. Your father and mother are responsible for their children. But the blind people like to say, what about our children? They're dumbing down our children. They ain't our children. Our didn't make the baby. You and somebody else make the baby. If you can't feed the baby, don't make the baby. <laughs> I eat I, Michael Jackson. Right? If you can't make the baby, if you can't keep the baby, don't make the baby. Remember that song? You don't remember that? That's a, He said that? Yeah. Uh <laughs> Somebody trying to keep my baby crying. If you can't make the baby, if you can't keep the baby, don't make the baby. Something like that. All I know is um, Billy Jean oh. and the and the son and, and the and kid not, is not mine. Right, <laughs> Billy Jean, not his lover. <laughs> oh yeah, if you can't feed the baby, don't have a baby. You want to be starting something. You got to be starting something. Oh, want to be starting something. Right. Oh, yeah. What? Nah. <laughs> I know you're young. You ain't that young. <laughs> anyway, real fast. You never caught that lyric. Hey, hey, he said he never caught that lyric. 
How do you miss that? He said over and over again. Me neither. I've heard that song many times. Never heard never. Really? Lord have mercy. He doesn't sing English. Yes, he does. What the? He doesn't now, but he did. Michael Jackson sing English, man. But anyway, here's an example of brainwashing the children, and it pays off. This is from the Daily Mail. Kimberly Crenshaw. She blood. The architect of critical race theory first unveiled her work to a small group of fellow academics in 1989. Kimberly did. She black. 30 years later, she earned at least $450,000 a year from teaching positions at UCLA and Columbia and up to $100,000 for delivering speeches. This black woman brought in, according to this report, critical race theory and making buku money from it. And y'all let her brainwash your children. Y'all responsible for your own children. I ain't responsible for them. I'm responsible for mine, and you're responsible for yours. And you send your kids to these schools where they're telling them and dividing them as children from one another based on race. And they're outwardly teaching the blacks that the white people are the bad ones. And yet you send your children to school. And they are hell-bent on teaching it to them whether you like it or not. Oh, your kid got to learn critical race theory. The wall going up. And you, the, the mother, she doesn't care. She got to go to work and be mad. She want to act like a man. She need to get fat, so she's going to stretch herself out at work just to pretend she's a, equal to a man. She ain't equal to no man. Fat as a pig. You fatter than a man, but you ain't equal to a man. You stress because it's unnatural for you to be going to work. This woman making buku money, a black woman, Kimberly, according to the Daily Mail, and you let Kimberly teach your children to hate. Teach others to teach others to hate. And you want these people in schools, teaching, at jobs, and places like that. White people, y'all need to be ashamed of yourself. You need to be ashamed to just give up your country, given to you by God, and you just let it go. Sacrificing your children because the men too weak to make the, the, their wives stay home and raise their children. And the woman is on an ego trip. She loves herself more than she loves God and the children and the husband. So she's going to work and sending kids off. I don't care about no critical race. I'll pretend I care about it, but I don't care. I'm sending my children off anyway. And the white people, the white women, I don't care about critical race. I'll pretend I care, but I'm sending my children over there anyway. Here's an example of these blacks hell-bent on brainwashing the children because they don't have love. Did you, have you noticed that there's no love in this world, in this, in this world, on this earth? No love, zero. Daily Mail, a Georgia, teach, a Georgia teaching activist has been placed on administrative leave after admitting he illegally smuggled critical race theory into schools and kindergartens, Dr. Quinn, Quentin Boston, B-O-S-T-I-C, Quentin Boston, was busted bragging to an undercover reporter from Project Veritas. Veritas, watch this. 
Quentin Bostick, who holds a PhD from Georgia State, Quentin now works as a project manager for the Teaching Lab with a $15 million budget dedicated to creating more equitable curriculums. Bostick is now on his own selling curriculums he created to the state of Georgia. He admitted to having multiple private companies where he profits off the curriculums that he sells. The problem with this is that Bostick admits his curriculum is rooted in CRT, also known as critical race theory, which happens to be illegal to teach in the state of Georgia. And it's amazing how you've gotten schools to purchase a curriculum. And they don't smell upon them. I don't, I always have a good salesman, but I'm also an evil salesman. Like, so bad. So the, the public schools have the state funding, right? They do. So the state is basically paying for your curriculum without knowing what's in it. You make that profit, right? Yeah. Not oh, just yeah. That. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. The, state, I mean, the state pays for that. Correct. Yeah. They do. The state pays for it. The state pays for your stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't know critical race theories in it. Right, of course. They don't know. They don't know. I mean, so basically this goes right into the account. And your account. Mm-hmm. Not teaching habits. Nope, my account. Nope, my account. Proud of it. And these are the people you're turning your country over to. Now do you believe me that the country is not coming back? What does it take for you to see what's happening? What does it take? And y'all afraid to stand up to the blacks. You don't love them enough to tell them you need to get over your anger. You need to forgive your mama. That's your problem. Ain't got nothing to do with slavery. Ain't got nothing to do with white people. Ain't got nothing to do with anything. But you don't love them enough to say, and they can wear their hair nappy until the cows come home, and they ain't going to do nothing for the soul. It will build the ego, though, the nature of the devil. Because they think their little hair look better than the whites. At all. It's, I don't even want to get into that right now, but I'm losing my country. You're selling the country over to the blacks, and they're doing to America what they have done to South Africa. And uh, and Rwanda and and Ghana and all the other black countries. If black people were capable of running anything, why is it that their countries that they said it African Americans, right? Why they're so messed up? It's mostly black, I think. Why are they making it beautiful? And why do you think they're gonna? You don't think that, though. You don't think that they're going to make America better. You know they don't, and they won't. But you give it up. All the Western countries are being turned over to the enemies. If you can't feed the baby, don't make the baby. 888-7753-773. Super chat. Super chat. Super, super. Super chats. Yes, sir. All right, let's go over here to Streamlabs from the mystery of godliness. <laughs> God's love is unconditional because God is love. God's, God loves so much that he will forgive those who honor him as God. <laughs> to honor God is to obey the divine law that was spoken by the man, Jesus Christ. Repentance is to think opposite of how you once did. So they're saying that God's love is unconditional? Yes, but then they're, it seems like they're making an <laughs> argument about how it is conditional right after that. So I don't know. So they're saying that God's love is unconditional slash conditional? That's how it, it seems. It can't be both. What the? <laughs> That's how it seems. <laughs> um, okay, but explain to me. And I appreciate the response, though. But explain to me, if God's love is unconditional, why would he let you be depressed, worried, afraid, sad, suicidal, uh, revengeful, devious, all kind of stuff? 
he would just let you stay that way until you repent. Admit that you're wrong for being angry, playing God. Why would he just let, he'll let you walk the earth that way? He'll let you destroy your own babies because you do pass that nature on to the next generation. If his love were unconditional. Can somebody explain that? Will you say that? That's a really good point. <laughs> Why would he let other human beings divide the races with this evil idea of critical race theory? If his love were unconditional, he would stop it. And, and so you, you, you don't understand that you have an issue with the love, not an issue, but you're trying to figure out if God so loved the world, he sent his son, and if God love us, then blah, 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 right? Something like that. The, the super chat? Right. Um, yeah. God, you want me to read it again? No, that's all right. <laughs> no. I understand, but thank For, you. Do you understand what they're saying? I do. What are they saying? Um, meaning, like, if God is love, then he's, then he's just always love. So there's no... But but I get what you're saying. What am I saying? <laughs> that in order for us to receive the love, we have to be born again. We have to admit that we're wrong. We have to, but he'll but he'll just let us just keep on keeping on. And if his love was unconditional, would he be saying that y'all got to admit you're wrong before you enter the kingdom, or will you just let us in the kingdom? Right. No, that was a question. No. But I see how people get confused with it. How? Because it's like people are like, well, he loves us even when we're sinners. He sent his son <laughs> and that's unconditional love. But it is still conditional. That's why he's sending the – I don't want to use Jesus as like a life raft. But I'm saying like he's sending things. Go out the life raft. Oh, there you go. See, is that like a gospel song? Throw out the life raft so I can go home. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's it. So there, but there is still a condition of you. You gotta, you have to get on it. So, so you're saying God is conditioned and unconditioned? How can he be? God is not divided. How would he be two? He either one or the other. No, it is conditional, but I can see how. Oh, they see it that way. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Amazing. All right. Thank you. Yes, thank you. It's interesting. And the next <laughs> one from, another one from the mystery of godliness. The next big attack, I believe, will be a cyber attack on communications in the West. The reason is to destroy any organization that has been made in opposition. The demons living inside the walking corpse we see on the screen, we are trying to overthrow Christ. Amazing. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, but I would not be surprised. Amazing. Thank you. And on DLive from Evgeny Crosby with a couple of diamonds. Evgeny Crosby. How is Maxine Waters still in government? She's like 150 years old and been in government forever. Because the blacks are blind and they keep voting for her. They just can't see what they're doing. They're looking at the color. They're looking at how Maxine treats white people in the government. And that's all they care about. She's attacking. What a mess. Thank you. We'll do the rest after the break. Okay, we'll take a break. Back in a moment. Amazing. Thank you. Back in a moment to your phone calls as well. Fresh out of college and they're going to say the earth. But if you want to know what that diploma's really worth, ask them all to work for nothing and they look at you funny. It ain't about the job, it's all about the money. You know, I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old. And ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, 
bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I just can't even, you know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this. And young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that, man. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than silver and gold. So God bless you, man. I was young, time really hard. For my daddy drew his pay from the local rail yard. Mom and daddy's love was strong enough. Keep them together when the going got rough. Four little children, mother sure was tired. Mama pitched pennies and we did all right. I can still hear daddy saying, listen to me song. Bugs. I also live in a pod and own nothing. I'm an anti-racist and I'm a... Beta! 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 Toughen up, Soy Jack. Get your protein from a non-liberal soy. Try apple jerky. Amazing! Wow. It really is. Amazing! 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 Go to BigClubUSA.com to order Alpha Jerky now. Become a man. Become Alpha. Check it out, BigClubUSA.com. And use the promo code JLP33, and you'll get 15% off of your purchases. All right? JLP3333. Amazing. And the Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. TheHakeReport.com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific Time. One other thing, we provide counseling. I do it myself, counseling by phone, Skype, a walk-in. You can go to RebuildingTheMan.com, RebuildingTheMan.com, or call 800-411-BOND to make your Appointment, 411-800-411-2663. All right. Let me go quickly to Brian out of North Carolina. Brian has been waiting a while. Brian, thanks for calling and thanks for holding. You're on the air. Thank you, Jesse. It's good to speak with you. You too, man. How are you? All is well. I have no complaints. Nice. Right on. I uh, I called to speak about uh, two things, uh, but since I'm making it quick, I want to speak about the destruction of America and how it's done. Okay. And uh, I want to say that after the, after that conglomeration of examples that you just gave, <laughs> I don't know how anybody can not see it at this point. You have to be blind, cripple, and crazy not to see it. <laughs> <laughs> and crazy, that's funny. <laughs> But it's so true, man, and and uh, I want to say uh, I see it. I see it even more clearly now uh, after I've gotten gotten rid of that phony idea of racism. Yes, because now I see that it didn't. This didn't start. This has been like you said. It's been going on a long time, and this didn't start in the civil rights movement. The civil rights movement was us seeing the destruction of the black family yeah. again. Yeah, and but but people. If if black if mainly black people could get over their anger, they would be able to see that in order for that to happen, the civil rights movement, the white family had already begun to be destructed as well. And I think that the the start of that was women being allowed to vote because it took them out of their place and it gave them this false sense of of ego and power. And we've been hurting from it ever since. And I think it's been going on for so long that it's it's just it's too deep to to dig ourselves out of it. What a mess. Yeah, it's a huge mess. 
It's a mess, it's just, man. It's, it's just like Satan, too. He, he, it's not, like you say, man, it's nothing new. He, he uses the same tricks every time, and I see how he uses it with women, and I watch women with their children, and they, blame, they teach their children to blame others while also following it up with trying to use them. And yep. it's just a mess. Yep. It sure is, man. That's why we got to yeah. wake up. I'm encouraging, I know you are, encouraging people to wake up. So they can truly see what's going on. Not woke up, but wake up. Wake up from within, right. and they can see this spiritual battle happening. It would be amazing to see it. It is amazing. I appreciate you for that, Jesse. I, I, uh, I'm going to let you go, though. I appreciate your time. You wanted to say something about black mothers, what you notice about black mothers? That's what it was, and really that's what sparked uh, this little piece of wisdom I, I see is is that I you know a lot of work that I've been doing I have a part-time job and a, a lot of the work I've been doing lately has been around I've been around a lot of women with their families oh and I I see it so much with black women but recently I've noticed it in the white women that, that I see come in with their children and they do the same thing it's just not as malicious yeah absolutely uh yeah. interesting thank you Brian I appreciate your input man and thanks for holding your help for a long time that's so important. Just like listening to the show, so I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, buddy. Amazing. Take care. Okay. Uh, what's the point you made about a mother's love? Hassan? <laughs> Speaking of unconditional love. Yeah, no, I was just saying how it's interesting how this unconditional love question is sparking uh, conversation because I can see how it is because we, you hear people, liberals, I mean, a lot of people. I probably said it at one point. Conservative said it, says it too about the mama. Yeah, that a mother's love is unconditional. And, you know, my mama loved me and <laughs> unconditional love. And it's probably why we, it's so easy for us to kind of give that to God. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's unconditional love because we've been conditioned <laughs> to think that. And that's a lie that mama, mama love ain't no unconditional love. Mama love will knock you out if you don't do what mama say. And she'll not, uh, throw you from the train. If you don't do what mama says and the way she says and when she says it. So if mama love or unconditional, why does she take your disagreement? Why are you afraid of her? Why does she take your disagreement and punish you? Why do you have to do it the way mama want you to do it if her love is unconditional? I rest my case. But a very good point, man. Yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> it is. Mama said knock you out. Mama said knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. Amazing. Victoria out of Texas. Let's see here. Victoria, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. How are you doing? All is well, Victoria. How are you? It's been a minute and a day since... Before Thanksgiving that I spoke to you. Actually. Oh, yeah. It's been two hoops and a holler. What the? It has. <laughs> <laughs> well, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Jesse. Thank you. Um, I wanted to answer the biblical question. Why do you get involved with your own problems? Well, I used to, and I loved it. But... When you get to know yourself and you go and forgive and you're born again, truly, truly spiritually born again with God, God lives in you, and you don't have problems anymore. Justin and I do not see any problems at all. God guides us, and He guides us the right way. So we don't have those issues. And when we move to Texas, one of the first things that we did is we realized that a lot of the uh, the issues that we did have were family, you know, friends, so-called friends and family and people like that that always wanted to argue and fight, just like Satan, you know. <laughs> and so and we just got tired of all that, and we're out here on this ranch. I told you our, our little town is only 397 people. Nice. It's beautiful, Jesse. This ranch is amazing. And, you know, every Sunday, Dustin and I will sit underneath the walnut tree and listen to your show, and we know that God's listening and Jesus is listening and the Holy Spirit. And we just get a, you know, we love you. 
And it's not with our love. It's not fake love. It's God's love. And we know that God brought us from Phoenix out to uh, to Texas, and we're ever so grateful. Right on. Amazing. I love you guys back. And we back. have pure peace. Nice. And we know that you're our brother, brother. That's right. And we're not missing anything. Like, we've blocked everybody. I've blocked my kids. I've blocked everybody. <laughs> because everybody... And then the family's all upset. Well, she didn't do this or didn't do that. And I just sit and laugh. And I'm like, you know what? But I don't call anybody. I don't talk to anyone. But I see what they're saying. And I'm just to the point where I even got off Facebook. Because it's, I don't care. Right on. You know, what anyone says. I'm me. Dustin is himself. And I love being guided by him, Jesse. Amazing. He, he works hard on this ranch, and I make sure I get up and give him a great breakfast. Right on. And lunch and dinner, and we just work together, and it's amazing. And we're waiting for you guys to come out here to this ranch. You'd love it. It's going to happen come hell or high water. Or high water. That's right. Mr. <laughs> thank you for responding to the question, the biblical question, and I'll put my little two cents in on Sunday. I oh, I know it. you will. I'm looking forward to it. Right we love on. you, Jesse, and the whole crew. You're amazing. Thank you, and so are you. Thank you so much, Victoria. Thank you. All right. God bless you, bro. You too. Amazing. Let me go to Janae out of Utah. Janae, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey there, Jesse. I know you're doing good. All this well. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I just think it's wrong to ask the question if God's love is unconditional or not. I think that that is losing sight of a lot. Um, because God, um, I heard by Paramahansa Yogananda, he said, God gives you the freedom to accept or reject him. Does that make sense to you? Repeat that you heard what? God gives you the freedom to reject or accept him. Well, he doesn't give you the freedom to reject or accept because you've already rejected him. It's up to you to accept him. You were uh, forced to reject him when your mother turned you away from your father. Now you have a choice as an adult whether you want to accept him or not. Right, right. Um, So I'm just wondering if it says in the Bible Judge not, least you be judged. And with what measure you meet, it will be measured unto you. Um, Why would that be unconditional? Because it's conditional. I mean, why does it need to be unconditional um, if God will just accept you if you change? Right. I understand why the people think that God's love is is unconditional because they've been brainwashed to believe that. They've been told that by their parents, especially the mama, or the preachers, or somebody told them that, and they haven't questioned it. That's why I I have the uh, biblical questions every week, because I want people to uh, encourage people to examine themselves to know that they know that they know that they know, not just because somebody said it, but Mm -hmm. because they can see it for themselves. Because I used to think that God's love was unconditional as well. So I know the thinking, but it's wrong thinking. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I just have one question. Um, On Sunday, you told a woman, I think it was Sunday. uh, It sounded like you told a woman to smoke on it. Right. To calm down. I'm just wondering why you tell a woman that (laughs) when you tell the men that it's not good to do that. Repeat that. Um, why did you tell the woman that when you tell the men that it's not good to do to smoke? Uh, but I tell men to smoke on it too. Oh, okay. Are you just kidding? Is that what you're just kidding? When when I say smoke <laughs> on it, what are you thinking of when I say that? You what do you think it means? To smoke some marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. Just think about that. Oh, I'm, a, I see. I'm not going to encourage people to smoke. I'm, I mean, to think on it, to reflect oh, okay. on it, not to go and smoke pot. What? what the? Ah, okay. Do you still smoke right. pot? Um, no. 
You don't smoke pot anymore? No. Do you still smoke pot? No. You never smoke pot anymore? No. Do you still smoke pot? <laughs> I mean, I have when, do, I was, when I've been sick, but not anymore. Do you still smoke pot? Yes, I have. Do you still smoke pot? Yes. <laughs> How do you think I know you still smoke pot? Because God gifted you with discernment. <laughs> and why? And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but why are you still smoking it? Um, if I get really sick and I can't eat, oh, you I get, tell myself that I need to. Oh, you have physical help, sickness. Help yeah, it's very bad. Oh, very, I very see. Bad. Oh, okay. I'm not saying it's wrong. When I'm not sick. I mean, I, I really have been working on that. Right on. Are you doing the silent prayer every day, every night? Yes, but I'm doing it kind of lackadaisical. Are sometimes you... I do it really well and deep and long and intentional, <laughs> and sometimes I'm like half asleep, but I'm doing it. So are you doing it every morning, every night? Um... I could have said that before, but I I might have missed the day, so I guess not. Are, are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? No. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Um, I've been sick, <laughs> so. But I do it. I do it lazily, but it's not. It's to me, it's not good enough. It's a, so I do it, but it's like a minute or... Why don't you, do it? Why don't you stay still longer than a minute? Um, why do I think it takes me longer than a minute? I said, why don't you do it longer than a minute? Well, if I'm really sick, sometimes I do it in bed and I just fall asleep. Oh, I see. Um, is it possible, I'm just asking, that whatever sickness you have, that... If you were to be still, you overcome that anger and stay away from the imagination that you can be healed? Yes, I do think that. Yeah, me too. I think that I get more sick when I'm more in my imagination. Absolutely. So I want to encourage you, no matter how rough. I know I understand when you're sick, you're uncomfortable. So I do understand that. But uh, when you're well, when you're not feeling the pain or whatever it is, make sure you do the prayer longer so when the pain does come, you'll be able to sit still longer through the, even though the pain is there. And anything mm-hmm. possible in stillness because in stillness, you're present with God and anything mm-hmm. is possible, all right? Yeah. So stay with it. I wish you well with that too, but stay with it and stay with it and physical healing is possible as well. All right. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. I wish you well with that. Thank you. All right. 888-7753-773. Super Chat. Super Chat. Super, super. Super Chat. Yes, sir. Let's go over to Streamlabs from John WX25. Unconditional love. This is why most Christians are no good. Support abortion trans whatevers, and righteous anger. Oh, you going to find out. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. And over on D-Live from Shaw Money with a diamond. For the JLP fam, less anger, more love. Be great. Amazing. You're absolutely right. Have you noticed that there's no love in this country or in the world, but it's definitely in this country? Have you noticed that? There's no love. Like you say, new religion of anger. Yeah. Maybe no. It is. Thank you. Thank you. On Streamlabs from Wiles Witness, that woman saying God's love is unconditional is reading from some other translation. KJV, King James Version, does not say that. What the? <laughs> 1 <laughs> John 4, 8. He that loves not knows not God. For God is love. Hussan finally got my name right this morning. <laughs> now, isn't that amazing? What's her name? 
Well, it's so funny because now this time I read it, I think I read it differently, and I think I might have read it wrong on this one. But <laughs> but I think I read it right the first time, so they're complimenting me. <laughs> but they spelt my name wrong, so. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And on Streamlabs from I'm typing Nick a note. <laughs> Amazing. No message. Thank you. Thank you. And on Streamlabs from Krishna, Jesse, this has been my journey. When I was young, I was Democrat. Then I woke up and became Republican. Then I woke up and realized both Democrats and Republicans are the same. Yep. Then yep. I woke up to God and I no longer vote. What do you think? I think that's amazing because I'm finding it difficult to vote, too. Now, if the great white hope should run again, he got my vote already. What the? But other than that, I don't see. Thank you. God bless you. See? And God bless America. See, he's telling me thank you already. <laughs> he heard what I said. But I find it difficult to vote as well because the Republican Party is the Democratic Party. They're both the same. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And that is all for now. Thank you all so much. Amazing. The Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, all right? The Hake, H-A-K-E, the guy with the good hair, thehakereport.com. Let me go to Daniel, a first-time call out of Atlanta, Georgia. Georgia, on my mind. Daniel. Hello. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Jesse. How you doing, sir? I'm amazing, Jesse. I'm, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm good. <laughs> amazing. Um, the reason I, I, I we spoke like I think two weeks ago, I get did one of your consoles on the phone. Okay, I told you what I was going through. You gave me really good advice, and um, I've been doing the uh, the silent prayers. Yes, um, it's it's interesting the the thoughts that I have in my head. But let me get to my question. My question was really, what to do when I have those, like, negative and actually evil thoughts. For an example, I was walking in the mall, and I was on the second level, and I looked down, and and a thought popped in my mind, like, just jump off. And I was like, that's not me. Like, why would I even think about jumping off the, the second level on the, in the mall? So it's just, I don't know where they're coming from. I do know they're evil. Yes. And, um... And um, I know it's it's trying to negotiate with these thoughts, and I know that that's terrible too. Um, what to do when those thoughts are coming in? And I, I try not to just label them. I try not to. Just, I just say that's a thought, and I say that's not me. That's all you need to do. All you need to do is to see it, to see those thoughts. That's all you need to do. And you can say that's not me. What are the thoughts? That's that's not me. And those are not my thoughts. And you're not identifying with them. You're reminding yourself that they're not you and you're not identifying with them. But seeing them is all you need to do. That's all. And seeing them will, and, and then when they try to label your thought, when the thoughts try to label you like that, just know that that's not you and just watch it. That's all you need to do. Nothing else is required. You can don't definitely say, say, no, you can say, ahead. you can say that's not me. Those are not my thoughts. Well, that's interesting. Where did that come from? And that way, you won't have to say that eventually, but you're overcoming identifying with thoughts. That's, that help you to overcome that. But but also, but the practical thoughts like, you know, getting to work on time, like, like going, like um, working out, things like that, those should be normal, correct? Yes, absolutely. And you're not going to live by that because when you do your workout, once the workout is over, you forget about those thoughts. You put the tool down until next time, right? So you don't live by that. This is just a working tool. Those thoughts are fine. That's normal. Okay, and lustful thoughts still pop up. It still pop up from time to time. I I, I say I guess that's just, that's always, I don't know if that's always going to be there, but. It's not going to always be there if you just see it and knowing that that's another temptation of the devil. It's a thought. It's not you. And if you don't really accept it, you won't start feeling that way. You won't feel sexual or whatever like that. But if you do feel it because you believe in the thought, just let it pass. Knowing that it's not you. Just see it and you'll be fine. The light will destroy it. 
and I noticed what I what I do is I just say, okay, that's just a woman walking. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's just a woman working out. That's literally what what reality is. That's right. And then it, it helps me like disassociate myself from the uh, the, the thoughts. Yes. Because uh, yeah, the lies, the lies exactly. So when I see something, I see it as just. That person may be having something provocative on, but that's just a person like lifting weights or doing whatever, or moving. So that, that definitely helps. One hundred percent, Daniel. One hundred percent. I gotta run, man. Call me again. Oh, okay. I'm out of time. Right, right. Thank you. Gotcha, gotcha. All thank right. you, thank you. All right. I'm so out of time. The hate report coming up right now. Thank you for your super chats and Amanda for North Carolina and Nick. Stand up, stand up, we got fighting to do We gotta show him who boss He put a viking in you He put that lightning in you Igniting the truth But you beg and blame and lie and hate And never wanna stand for the truth So what you planning to do? You understand in the loop? You better go talk to your mama Better stop at the drama Better drop all the trauma Boy, you better stand up and up Put your hand up and hut Cause if you don't then we lose And then we gotta hear the fake news Whoa Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. And I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it. And then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back. Because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. I just wanted to say that I've been listening to you for a few years now, and uh, you know when you talk about uh, the illusion of racism and how it's just a, a divisive tool that the media uses, and it's just good and evil. Yes. And that's what we got to focus on. It really has uh, changed my life. My perspective is totally different now. I'm more calm. I'm more peaceful. You know, when you talk about forgiving your mother and letting go of that hate, and just it just transforms you. So I just want to thank you for that. And let you know that, you know, you really are doing God's work by waking people up with this message. Amazing, Aaron. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I can hear the angels in heaven singing right now. They're rejoicing. That's amazing. (laughs) Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up. Don't resent and doubt every thought. And Aaron, you have not seen anything, anything. For an excellent Country and Western Tuesday. 
as well as Hassan and Nick making it happen. The Jesse Lee Peterson Show. And the Hake Report.